0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. It's, it's, it, and patrons. Uh, uh, what's up patrons? Uh, just a test in the mic here. It sounds a little weird. I don't know if it's just me. I've been deeper lately. I think it is. Uh, but, uh, thank you. know, thanks for supporting the show. Hope you let me tuck you in there. Nope. nope let me poke it in right there. Tuck it right in there. How's that? Uh, and how do you like your feet breezed or no breeze? okay done thanks patrons good night uh hey you have all night tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that's here to help you follow to, to be here while you fall asleep to put you to sleep Your friend in the deep, dark night. I don't think I ever say that at the top of the show, but that's the truth. Uh, This is the podcast uh, that's here for you. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do, attempt to do, is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, like, whatever's going on is keeping awake I'd like to take your mind off of that And the way I'm going to do it is uh, I hope you feel welcome, I'm glad you're here I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night I'm going to don my wings of pointlessness uh, uh, In, like, my, wearing a utility belt of, of like uh, I would say, like, this just popped in my head This word, undiagnosed metaphors which means that one day they will be diagnosed because there's something going on with my metaphors. And, uh, like, like I say, well, this one looks a little, you look, well, come on into my office metaphors. Uh, you look a little tangential today. What do what you work on? Sleep with me? I do. I work with a Sleep With Me podcast person. Oh, great. Well, the, actually, hey, I'm the host. I don't mean to interrupt these office visits. Is it, do I pay the co pays for my, uh, the metaphors I wear on my belts. Okay, I'll get, try to get back to this office visit. I get set up with a new listener. So if you're a new listener, welcome. A few things to know Structurally, the show, the first six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast. we got to do the business up front so you can fall asleep. If you're new, it's not super important. If you're a regular listener, it is. Uh, so when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, before you open that fridge door, be like, what's Scoot's going to be doing in my fridge today? Who, who supported... It? the podcast that puts me to sleep or did I already, do I already support it? So it doesn't matter. And then you'll open your fridge door. That's the best way to remember. Go to sleep with me, com slash sponsor or whatever. Cause the business is how we keep everything, the archives and, and all the episodes coming. So if you're new, not important, but, uh, then we have an intro, which we're a few minutes into. Those are about 12 minutes of me, uh, with my undiagnosed metaphors. Usually they're not in the studio with me inside. Uh, I think, I don't know. What do you take a metaphor to a metaphorist? I think that sounds like someplace you'd buy a bouquet of metaphors, which again, that's another book title. I'm like, I'm calling dibs on it. It's a bouquet of metaphors, a collection of scooters near like, not poetry, but something like poetry. Uh, so if you're new, that's the intros along. It's the kind of like some people use it to get ready for bed. Some people use it to, to calm their animals. And so their animals, you know, their pets, uh, like they know, oh, it's bedtime or whatever. Like like uh, uh, some people fall asleep during it. Some people skip it. Uh, but it's kind of like a show within a show. Familiar every time, but different. Familiar ineptness topically, you know, but it's kind of different. Then there's an episode. Tonight we'll have a guest host, uh, Ray, my neighbor Ray Perkins will be on. And he'll probably, like, if, if he'll just talk for a while. He's really nice. Uh, so, like, uh, he'll just, you know, ramble and put you to sleep or talk. And expo- I think he's good at expounding Uh, So that'll be there. And then there'll be some thank yous at the end. So I'll be here like an hour. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to listen or to fall asleep. Pressure free zone. I mean, except for the natural air pressure of existence. Uh, Again, maybe that's a book title. That sounds more like a subtitle though, but uh, the natural, whatever that I just said, I like that too. Yeah, uh, but so let's see if I can explain this, like but through these undiagnosed metaphors. Tan- that one's so that one's looking a little tang- tangential. Is that what you said, Doctor? What about this one? Is that a similar? Like I've always wondered, is that a similar metaphor there? No, this isn't a joking matter. Well, oh boy, this is serious. Uh, what's so like as serious as uh, something else, or as serious as a uh, tangent metaphor? The metaphor that caught the case of the tangentials. Oh boy! Well, I'll just hear. Watch that. Watch me cradle this metaphor. Yeah. See. Look at. It's already looking less tangential as I rock it in my arms. Uh, Yeah. Any other metaphor issues you have? Uh, Do I have any misplaced metaphors? Oh boy, do I ever! Uh, Yeah. Any 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 metaphorical word you could use, I could probably find a metaphor that relates to it. so let's keep it sleepy though, Doc, which is hard in these, like even in a metaphorist office. Also, I don't see any certificates on the walls. Even like I, I could print you something up on a dot matrix printer. That's probably what a metaphor actor would have on their wall. Uh, metaphorist of the year in uh, 1994. How's that sound, Doc? You're doing a great job, except for coming up with other witty uh, ailments for metaphors, which was what I was hoping you would come up with. Oh, you—you you also live in my brain. You know, I usually don't like to bandy about an insult, stock, but you've been about as uh, a useful as a dot matrix printer uh, at bedtime. I'm just kidding, Dak. You're doing a great job, uh, but you're like a, like a, like a, I'm the one cradling the metaphors. Yeah, this one here, doc, I could diagnose it. That's a backwards metaphor. Uh, yeah, all that one does is you just, you just need to calm it down, pat it on its back, saying, well, hey, go whichever direction. It works. People figure it out. They're intelligent. Uh, really? Am I challenging your beliefs as a metaphorist about metaphors? I believe that people who, like who are smart enough to uh, like rearrange their own metaphors uh, and come to their own conclusions based on metaphors, doctor. Well, it's a good thing you do live in my brain. You're right because otherwise, uh, this whole thing would be—if we're in, Doc, if we're in any other context, it'd be clinical and it wouldn't be uh, a metaphors office. We may be in a clinical set. Well, I'm I'm willing to accept that my breaks with reality have, uh, you know, like, a, you know, what are we gonna do, Doc? Doctor, can I ask you a question? Are you a metaphor? For something else or are you just actual doctor of metaphors that is a good question because i'm wondering what the answer is like uh like are you a metaphor i'm just trying to think honestly do you represent what's a doc what's a metaphor uh it's like a child asking a question i think that's a simile or maybe that's just a anyway doc i got to get back to the intro It'd been lovely. You could use some magazines. How about a subscription to Metaphor Weekly? Well, out of print. Yep, went online. I heard about that. Metaphor Standard? Oof. You know, Doc, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough times for print. Uh, how about the Controversial Metaphor? Yeah, that's a new one. They're really up. Yeah, business is good. B- believe me for that one. Oh, one sided metaphor. Yeah, I heard they're going to come out with a print, like uh, like a weekly thing. Maybe they're having a podcast. I-, I should have a pod. You ever listen to like a news podcast, Doc? One sided metaphor. I think you'd have to come up with a more metaphoric title <laughs> for that. What am I laughing about? Uh, which layer, Doc? Like the fact that I'm having a conversation with you and it's going to be broadcast or the fact that you're almost making sense or the fact that I had to point out to you that you can't just call a podcast, uh, like you, like you have to come up with a metaphor for a metaphor podcast. Cause you can't like, uh, really, what do I know? Oof, boy, oof. When did you become so, uh, maybe we should have metaphor debates. I think you're doc, no offense. You're trying to inject uh, like a uh, conflict where there shouldn't be any. Uh, I guess that's what. <laughs> this is like, a, yeah, you could write me a prescription for it if you want instead of that. But uh, no, really, I think like uh, metaphors are for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I cradle mine when they're not on my utility belts. But when they need to be cradled, I cradle. I, I, Doc, if I had a shirt, it'd say, I'd say I would cradle metaphors. And if I could pronounce things, I would say I cradle metaphors. Well, do I crave them? Well. No, because then I would probably want more taught metaphors, but I prefer my metaphors as they come. You know, oh, is that, oh, is that, what does OEM mean, Doc? Why am I asking? Does it have to, well, I was just wondering if like, uh, maybe my metaphors are refurbished, is what I was saying. Anyway, I got to get back to the podcast. It's been wonderful. Thanks. Could you just, you know, get back up in my brain wherever you came from? Thank you. Oh boy. So if you're new here, that's how my brain works and doesn't work well or efficiently or normally. Uh, but it does like, uh, it does like, uh, lend itself to bedtime for people it works for It's a friendly pay- place, uh, at a friendly pace. You know, glad you're here. I'll be cradle on the metaphors and I'll be like, uh, also overuse of words. That's another technique I use. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. This podcast hopefully takes your mind off stuff, puts you at ease. I'm willing to bet for most of you you weren't thinking about anything else other than what in the heck uh right, what's on the wall. Like do you if you're if you're only talking to metaphors, do you need that tissue paper down on the uh, the table or not? Or was I sitting in, I was sitting in the tissue paper and the metaphors did tap it and say, Hop on up, scoots. Uh that part I didn't vocalize, it just happened. But anyway, if you're new here, this is a harmless thing, and I hope it can help you fall asleep. It doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. Yeah, but like I say, I'm glad I'm glad you're here, and I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, thanks for coming by. Hey, right, everybody, Scoots, I just wanted to set this up for any new listeners. This is my neighbor, Ray Perkins. And he comes on the show pretty regularly. He's only available a few times a year to do podcast episodes, uh, but he's the most beloved uh, guest ever on the show. And to say he's a father figure to me would be outside of my comfort zone. So, uh, like, he's also in the studio, so he's laughing at that. Uh, But he is a really, and to say he's a mentor would mean I'd have to ask him questions, like, again, outside of my comfort zone. But within my comfort zone... He's definitely one of the nicest people I've ever had the like opportunity to spend time with, and really just like. He, and there's just a few things you need to know about him. One, he loves theme parks, especially Disney theme parks. So if you like Disney theme parks, you maybe you may be in for a treat. And if you don't like Disney theme parks and you want to fall asleep, or like you may be in for a treat no matter what. I'm pretty sure, like there was a, like a encyclical or something that labeled Ray as a human treat, uh, or uh, wh- like someone that met him, like like uh, they said this guy's a human treat, uh, or it's a treat to meet you, maybe. But I don't know if there's anything else. Uh, like uh, so, like uh, just honored to uh, turn the microphone over to uh, my neighbor Ray Perkins. Oh, hello, 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 everybody. This is a Scooter's neighbor, Ray Perkins, as he said there. And I'd like to say hello to all of you. Uh, it was so good to be in your ears again. Oh, my friends. Oh, now I'll say a little thing to my new friends, but I want to spend a little time with my old friends, all the podcast listeners that have been around since Ray's first days on the show. I'm so glad to have been in your ears and to be there with you, whispering you to sleep, but I don't whisper. And, uh, it's an honor. And it's also an honor to meet all you new listeners. Now, my name's Ray Perkins, and I live next door to Scooter, and he lives in a little four unit apartment building. And he, he you know, he's a nice man. Not exactly easy to break through that shell of, uh, trying to ignore you. But uh, and then he told me he was at some point, he, I said, what are you doing? I hear some noises coming from your house. And I know then like, well, uh, like, have you been muttering to yourself? And then he told me about his podcast. And I said, oh, boy, like, uh, you'd love to see what a podcast is. So, like, uh, And then he was nice enough to have me on the show. And it turns out I can put people to sleep. I just got to talk about things. So if you're a new listener here, we're going to be covering today uh, do some Disney things. Uh, like uh, Because uh, Scooter said to me, Ray, when was the last time you were at a Disney park? And I said, Scooter, it's been a long time since I've been at a Disney theme park. And so it has been. And, and he said, well, when are you going to go? So he goes, uh, people want to hear from you. And I said, Scooter, you know, it's just not like, uh, you know, I got stuff going on. uh But I also do want to address a few things because I know not everybody loves Disney or Disney parks. And I understand those things. And I'll try to craft a little journey here for us to take so you won't have to love it. Uh You could just come along and be my friend walking with me as I talk to you. And it's just a preference thing. Like, I just enjoy it. I enjoy this. Just like Scooter loves going to the movies or occasionally playing a video game. Like, it's a way to put the real world on hold and to go someplace else. Uh, Some people take bubble baths. Scooter does, by the way. Oh, he says he takes salt baths. But anyway, he... Okay, he's getting irritated with me for saying that. But anyway, he does... Yeah, but everybody has their own way of unwinding, my friends. So, oh, my friends. So, anyway, that was just something I wanted to raise. You don't have to like that I like this, and you don't have to like it through me. But why don't you come along with me? Maybe I will try to whisper here and join me, because it's been so long, I've almost forgotten and Scooter also pointed out to me, he doesn't remember a lot of things. He said, Ray, have you ever talked about Disneyland before? And I said, Scooter, I don't really know, to be honest with you. And then he said, have you ever talked about the Magic Kingdom before? And I said, no, I don't think I have. And I said, Scooter, it's been so long, I'm stopping to remember like what it's like. So uh, why don't you take a walk with me and we'll try to walk into Disneyland But within my mind, I get the two mixed up. Now, I guess I should, before we start our journey, I should point out to you that Don knows a few things. So Disneyland is in California and it's in Anaheim. And it was the original park that Walt Disney made. And it's, uh, that's all you really need to know. And it's like, it's built and the, the constantly redoing things, And it's like a gem of a park. If you ask me, it's a gem of a park. Now, in Florida, they have Walt Disney World, which has other parks. They have another park down in Anaheim, too. But they have a place called the Magic Kingdom, which is kind of their version of Disneyland. A little bit different. Now, Disney fans, bear with me. We're we're, we're talking to a wide audience here. Uh, so let's not get carried away with 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 facts, you know. We we don't need facts right now, or well, whatever. I like so, but it's similar to Disneyland, but it's also different. Uh, but so, but if you were going to compare apples to apples, you'd say okay, they're pretty close, uh, pretty close. So I want you to come with me, and you're going to close your eyes and drift in and get comfortable with your friend Ray. And I can always, I feel like uh, when I'm going into to Disney World, to the Magic Kingdom, I'm usually going right into the park. And you go through the turnstiles, they check your things, and then they check your tickets. And, but usually in Disneyland, well, the last time I went, I went right. Uh, but the times before, well, no. Well, anyway, sometimes you go right and sometimes you go left, depending on where you're coming from. But, like, the first thing you see is a train station up on the hill at either one, and some beautiful flowers, and maybe an old fashioned train, a locomotive is coming in and it's steaming, and the, the horns are going off, or the like, uh, the whistle. And the first thing you notice is the details. Oh, you, you! And if you're willing to suspend your disbelief, it will be st- suspended momentarily. And you see it up there on the hill, and maybe they have a little Mickey face made of flowers, or it says Disneyland, or or something. And you maybe start to see some red brick, which puts you in the mood of whenever you are, like whatever age you want to be, whatever age you want it to be. It could be, they call it Main Street USA, which we're about to go to next. You know, but don't worry about the time, my friends. Just start to like be like, okay, we're inside Uh, People are taking photographs and posing and clapping and people, some people are leaving, streaming out a little tired. Now your friend Ray, this is, this is a journey, but if you were actually going to the park, you got to get there when it opens a little bit before it opens, about 30 minutes before it's supposed to open. If you're going to ride the rides, but we're just going for a walk. Okay. So start to, uh, like, let's go to the left. There's two tunnels that go under the train station, one to the right and one to the left, and we're taking the one to the left, and we're following the red brick path, just like it was a yellow brick road. And, oh, we're floating almost through this tunnel, and those posters of Disneyland and Disney World rides on there. And we're getting excited, as your friend Ray does, and hoping his memory will hold up. And now we're emerging from the tunnel. And those of you from, coming from one place to another, you'll you some will look down the streets and wonder, like if there's a big castle or a little castle. But like uh, it's being immersed in the, the streets, uh, especially in Disneyland. You enter a world with, like, uh, idealized, and there's old-fashioned vehicles uh, at either place, I believe. And it's bustling, and hopefully there's, a, like, a barbershop group singing or a marching band, lots of kinetic motion. There's a little old-fashioned fire station and a little city hall where you could get everything done and people are moving, and balloons, uh, corn is popping, Uh, characters are there getting the pictures taken, and you look down this street here, and and at the end you will see a castle, Uh, and it depends on where you are, Uh, but but it doesn't matter because you're immersed in this old thing, and your heart starts to patter, and you could see the windows on the second floor with the gold paint and people's names. You could see the smiles on the faces of people shopping and uh, leaving and coming. And some people are walking fast, and you see fathers holding the daughters' hands, mothers holding the children's hands, uh, uh, people looking at one another. You, you see the other things as well people that have had enough. But, oh, things are flow flowing, and then you, your friend Ray. I I don't remember a lot of things on this street in particular. I know that uh, if you go about halfway down either one of these streets, there's a little alley. Uh, I think in both places, and there might be one on either side of the street, a little side street. And if you go down those side streets, I think you could get uh, what's that thing called wh- where you uh wh- where you uh. You see your shadow cutout or whatever. I don't know what they call that thing. A silhouette, I think. uh, And that's one of the best deals. If you have a kid, get a silhouette. I think it's only like $10. And it's worth every penny. But also, if you listen, you could hear they have sound effects. So you could hear someone taking piano lessons or singing lessons and even when you're out on the street, there's area music playing, which uh, helps you descend into the moments. and that's always wonderful and nice. And then Ray kind of remembers, I think there's like a, a cinema, Main Street Cinema, they call it, and you can go in there, and there's no seats, I, I don't believe uh, but there's about uh, six or seven different theaters, and there's air conditioning, especially if you're in Florida. You want to go inside and get in the air conditioning. Uh, But I don't know if they still have that in Florida. And, but you can go in there, and you can enjoy some old-fashioned Disney movies, which is nice, and, and just a nice escape and a little uh immersion into this new world you're in. And so you could enjoy the uh, little cinema there, and then you could exit outside. I believe there's also a magic shop, so you could do shopping for magic things. And you could watch, oh, oh, every once in a while, I think there's a little performance, so you could see a little uh, sleight of hand, or a little, mis- maybe called, mis- oh, no, that's in San Francisco, called Misdirections Magic Shop, uh... Uh, but you could see a little, uh, like uh, whatever, theater of the uh, theater of the like moving, make, making things disappear, which I always love. I never try to figure it. I just say, "Oh, oh, wow, uh, wow!" Where did it go? That is my card. And even when a child does magic, that's how you should react. You know, that's how that makes them giggle. And there's also places to eat at the different places. There's different, I think there's a Starbucks now everywhere. And then there's also usually a restaurant or two. But your friend Ray, I know I went to the character eating in Disneyland with Scooter's daughter, but that was a long time ago and she did not like Rafiki. I think we talked about it on a podcast once. You go there and I think it's a buffet. And you pay, and it's not not exactly a, a deal, but it's a, was a special treat. Uh, so you could get a bunch of pictures with your child with the characters. But she did not like Rafiki. Now she's ten years old. This was a long time ago when she was just a, like uh, like young enough to only say no, like Rafiki or whatever. Uh, but so I remember that. I think that's called the Pla- That's in Disneyland. It's called the Plaza Restaurant. And that's right at the end of the street. And uh, I think this, so there's ice cream. I think you could get hot dogs at uh, in Disney World. And then there's also in Disneyland, they make their own candy. I don't know about in Florida, but it, like, uh, so there's usually some good smells churning out of there to say, oh boy, they're cooking up some candy. And it has been a long time since I was in Disneyland with Scooter. That time was the last time. But he was big on eating uh, marshmallow. Actually, this was well before the podcast. Now I'm thinking of it. A long time before. Yeah, But he would eat marshmallows. Uh, They have, like, candy marshmallows, like dipped in chocolate and some such thing. Scooter loves those. And they come on a stick, and he sneaks them. He he goes, excuse me, uh, Ray, I got to go check something. And then I see him popping marshmallows into his mouth. Uh, But I let him, you know, the sugar rush makes him more agreeable until the sugar crash. So that's that part there. And then now I I really get these two places mixed up. So then if you're at the end of the street, there's like the, uh, the big circle in the middle, the wheel, the hub, I think they call it. And if you're in Disney World, it's much bigger, and then there's a big castle, Cinderella's Castle, at the the end of it. Now, we're mostly going to focus on Disneyland here, because my mind, you know, can only... But at Disneyland, you have Snow White's Castle. Now, you can go into Snow White's Castle and look around, but we're not going to do that just quite yet. I don't know what we'll have time to. uh, Because your friend Ray, he likes to take a left right away, but I don't really... Oh boy. My mind, it has been a long time. Now, I know if you take a left at Disneyland, oh, there's a place, there's another place Scooter likes to go for food again. There's a place that Scooter goes to get a cinnamon bun, too. I think it's maybe a bakery uh, when you get to the end of the street if you go left. Now, after that, there's, like, Adventureland, and then there's uh, Frontier Land, I think, uh, and I cannot for the life of me pitch anything. I think, like, I don't know if the first left is where the tiki birds might be. And you could also get, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Aloha, uh, pineapple thingamajig, or Dole Whip. Uh, I think there's a Dole Whip stand and it's usually a long line at Disneyland. Oh boy. And now they sell it in other places, but I think at the time you could only get it in, in these two places in the world, and it's like a pineapple sauce serve in pineapple juice, and it is delicious, and uh, it, it's tasty. Like, what a way to enjoy, uh, what, what, what a treat, oh boy. Uh, so, so you could have yourself a little dull and you could sit down. Now there's a lot of benches at both these places and that is a spot where Ray likes to get to and just sit down and relax and observe. And not just people observe, you could observe the music that is playing with your ears. You could observe the smells that they like to, both the manufactured and the created smells of, uh, foods and, uh and things, and, and and enjoy those things. And you could also enjoy, like, uh, the sights of the details. as like, uh, torches and lights and, bir- you know, real birds always doing things, which is nice to see. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, so much, you know, people having fun, That's all, and then performances. Now, Disneyland, I believe, does have a big advantage in this department. And if I worked there, I would have performances going on all the time everywhere, not only to give these performers work, paid work, but uh, it just makes it delightful, and you can get a schedule. But then even now this, I don't know which one this is, but they have like the uh, the people, that, I think this is in Disneyland, where they have all the people that are employed by the city, pretend like the mayor... Uh, and a bunch of other people walking around and performing and singing. And that is so fun. And then there's also a place for for, for infants and mothers and for first aid and things down there towards the end of the street on the left. I think at both parks, but don't quote me on that, you know. And at Disney World, at the Mid-Magic Kingdom, there's the Crystal Palace, which is pretty cool to look at. Uh, and you could eat there. But then after, so if you're in Disneyland, you're going to go left. You're going to get your doll whip. You're going to sit on a bench like I just said and take in the atmosphere and relax, put your feet up. You could even wait in line, enjoy time in line, make, make a friend, say, hey, how you doing? Uh, you're getting yourself a doll whip, eh? Well, what's your name? Oh, Veronica. Well, my name's Ray. Pleased to meet you. So good to meet you. Now, are you going to get a, a soft serve, doll Dole Whip, or the one with the pineapple juice? Oh, you don't know. This is your first time. Holy moly. Well, I'm going to have uh, the one with the pineapple juice, like, kind of like a float almost. Yes. Uh, do I like to float? I do. Well, no, I've never floated in those chamber things. I've heard about it. Uh, what? About, oh, you run a floating studio. You do. Interesting. I did see the Jeff Bridges a Jeff Daniels movie a long time ago about that, but I've never tried it. I think Scooter would like to try it. Who's Scooter, my son? Well, more like a little bit like that. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I look too young to be a, have a son. Well, thank you, my dear. You look too lovely to be without one of each. So why don't you try my float before, and then you could decide what you're going to order. Okay, you do that, and, uh, so this floating thing, I would like to, I wonder if I, you know, I like to talk to people, so I don't know if I would want to be alone in the dark, you know, just floating around. That's not my thing, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I'm an extrovert. Oh, boy, you don't know how much energy I'm getting just from talking to you. My heart is like, whoa, ba-ba-ba-ba. Yes, okay, so here's mine. Why don't you try that, Veronica? Ooh, it's delicious, it is, it is. Oh, yes, uh. And what are you going to order? You're going to try just the one, the, just the, the uh, cream. Well, wonderful. Well, I hate to pop past with you, Veronica, but I'm giving a virtual tour right now. So hopefully I'll see you again. Yes, yeah, so you have a little oh, kiss on my cheek. Thank you. You're blushing me. You're making me blush. Thank you. Okay. So if you, you, you thanks, my friends. So that's, that's what you do when you're in line. You make friends. Uh, I tell Scooter this all the time. I say, what's with that frowny face, frowny face? And he says, Ray, get off my back. Uh, but anyway, so here's the Tiki Bird show, which is nice. And this is different in each one, I believe. Like here in uh, Disneyland, it's the old one. And then in Disney World, they have one with Iago that some people don't like. But I love Iago. I think he's hilarious. He was friends with Jafar. Now, after this, I don't, my friends, I really don't know what to expect here. And my, my mind is, I think there's like a, uh, I think there's like, oh yeah, there's a little Aladdin thing. Now, now it's starting to come back to me. Oh, my friends, now Ray's remembering Ray's brain is coming back online. There's a little place here, like Aladdin's oasis here on the left where you, sometimes you can meet Aladdin. I don't know what else goes on here. And then on the right here, this gets clogged, and now I'm remembering because the traffic here gets pretty intense. But there's a lot of places to eat and buy stuff on the right. There's a nice—actually, it's not a nice bathroom. There's a very busy bathroom over there on the right as well, but I would go somewhere else uh, or hold it Uh But this here is Adventureland, and the things you should point out, or I should point out to you, as we stand here at the edge of it, is that uh, that we 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 already got a a doll whip. If you wanted to see the Tiki Bird, you could do that. And then I think on the left here is the Jungle Cruise, which is nice, and that's a little Jungle Cruise. We won't cover any rides today, my friends. We're just gonna. But you could get in line there. After that on the left is the uh, Indiana Jones ride, which is by far amazing. Oh, my goodness. And it also has the most amazing wait in line. It, it is really fun to wait in line for that ride. And a very, very, very detailed. A long, it can be a long wait in line, but a very, and that is one to suspend your disbelief on. So maybe one day we'll talk about that. And then across from Indiana Jones here is the Bengal Barbecue, which I do like. If you like your meats on a stick, that's the place to go. Uh, Like uh, get your meats on a stick there. And then here at the very end of the street is, uh, I think it used to be the Swiss family Robinson Treehouse. And now I think it goes by... uh, uh, whatever, like the Jungle Book or something. I don't know. I don't go on it because uh, Scooter doesn't like it. And he says, Ray. But then we took his daughter on it because your kids get to bang on stuff and 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 have fun. And I said, oh, Scooter, God forbid your daughter has fun, you know, by playing the drums. And he says, Ray, I just don't like uh Anyways, I, I, I'm not here to debate him. Now, after you get out of here, what you emerge at is uh, what they call New Orleans Square. And this is a place that Scooter does like, usually likes to skip over. So I, when I was by myself, I would come and enjoy New Orleans Square. And here's the things you need to know. There's a few places to eat that I don't remember, uh, but, but, but they have good food. And usually at Disneyland, you could get like a plate – with a knife and a fork, you can eat outside. You don't have to always eat the fast food, yeah, but it's not the same as a the restaurant. There's also the Blue Bayou, which I've never eaten at, I don't believe. I keep telling Scooter, we got to go eat there. Yeah, but you could eat inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, which is also here, which is a treat. Oh, my goodness, what a treat to the Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, that is a fun ride and it, you just go down here like on the left here after the uh, tree and you can get on that ride there's also like a little streets of new orleans which you could go to the blue bayou you could there's different shops with a lot of detail there's some arts there's also a couple other places to eat that I'm not familiar with. My, my I think you can get a Monte Cristo sandwich around here, and there's also performers again, New Orleans style bands and singers and things, where you can enjoy things. And then there's also a train station. I think where you could take the train around the whole park, which is nice. You know, it's relaxing. And you get a whole tour of the park. So that is always nice. That is always a nice thing to do, I believe. Your friend Ray believes that. And if you look at the other way, you see the rivers. They call it the Rivers of America, I think. Maybe that's what they call it in the Disney world. I don't know. Or Disneyland. Well, we're in Disneyland. And that's where they perform Fantasmic every night, which is a wonderfully entertaining show with fireworks, and Mickey and one of the, like, one of the, like, uh, stepmother-type characters, uh, Griselda, or G- like, or uh, some such thing, I don't know. And that is a very popular show, so you could watch that here at night, and I think then at some point later they have the big fireworks. And then if you continue on, you're going to see a mansion there on the left. Now, that's the uh, H, the, 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 uh, big farm mansion where you could go on the big farm ride. But even better than that is, uh, uh, like, uh, the, uh, at it, it, the holiday times, they have, uh, that, that a movie, uh, the, uh, not so great dream before Christmas, uh, movie, they do an overlay on this ride, which is so much fun. Uh, so that, that's a number, that, that's another enjoyable thing. Yeah, uh, like so, so you could go on that ride, and that's a classic. And oh boy, is it fun! It's not anything to be big farming about. It's just uh, a, a bright grinning, uh, big farm residents uh, singing to you. And right after the Pirates of the Caribbean, it's up there with the rides that make uh, that make Ray smile. I guess I would say that those are the rides that make Ray smile. Now, if you walk past the haunted mansion here, I think in the like uh, there's a store, and then I think the I think the next thing you come to is what is called Critter Country, and you're gonna see uh, the the big uh, briar patch uh, for uh, whatever the name of this ride is, Splash Mountain. It's called. So you're gonna see Splash Mountain and I think you could even see people coming down Splash Mountain cheering and this is another fun ride uh where you get to see briar Bear, Briar rabbit and Bra- Bra- I think they call it brae brae rabbit anyway it's a, it's a fun ride with uh, like in a log so it's like a flume ride but with animatronic characters and a little bit of a story and singing and all those things and right across the street from it is uh Winnie the Pool ride, which uh, Scooter, Scooter will go on it, but he does not like it, uh, and I'm not sure why. Uh, like I think it's like uh, too repetitive or something for him. Uh, like he always says, maybe it's the one. I don't know. You know, you know him. He's a handful sometimes. I think maybe he just, like, uh, he he's very used to being in control. So when you're with a child, you're not in control. You know, they get to pick the ride. So maybe Scooter was just being a little bit of a baby. Now, just in case you want to, Scooter also goes here for candy. They have a candy store down here. And it's kind of like a dead end. So you could go down here. And what's nice is if you're with your family, you don't got to worry about it. Now, also, there's uh, the Hungry Bear restaurant here. And this is where, like, uh, you can eat, and you can get a fried green tomato sandwich here, which you're going to love. Oh, my goodness, you're going to love it. And I don't know what else there is to eat there. Now, Scooter, this was one time I, Scooter lost his—Scooter, uh, uh, you know, he likes to drink a lot of soda when he's at these parks, and he demanded a refill. And I don't think they wanted to give it to him. He said, what do you mean you can't refill my soda? Uh, but I can see his point when you're spending, like, whatever it is, like 4 or $5 for a soda. It's like, come on, just fill the soda back up. What are you doing? Uh, why you got to be like that, you know? Uh, so so I, I do remember that. But they also have a good bathroom there, so downstairs. So you could use that. And then uh, I think that's it for this area. And then I think what we do is we walk back along the rivers of the river. Now you could take, you could go to Time Sawyer Island, uh, but I have not been there. Your friend Ray has not been there in so long, uh, that I wouldn't even know what to tell you is there, but you could take a little raft there. You could also go out on a canoe. I've never done that either. And you could also go on uh, the clipper ship at Columbia for a tour of the water and Scooter, like, I think I went on that with Scooter, and he was, uh, I don't know. I think you can just walk around, and it's in the open air. There's also a, uh, what do you call that thing, a uh, a paddle boat that you could go on a tour of. Uh, Scooter didn't like that so much, I think, because he was inside. Uh, but that goes on the same tour of the water that the show was on later. And then you go down to this other corner, which I think is called Frontierland. And I don't know if that's what they call it in both places, but I know in Disney World that's what they call it. I think in Disneyland that's what they call it as well. And you could go on the – oh, no, I think in Disney World it's set up differently. I think maybe Splash Mountain is in Frontierland than Disney World. You're right, so so we won't cover that. Uh, But in Disneyland, you could go on Big Thunder Mountain – You could go to the Horseshoe Saloon to get ice cream and watch a show. And I don't know if Steve Martin was in or if he was at Knott's Berry Farm, but someplace like this is where Steve Martin was working in the magic shop at one point. Yeah, there's also a little arcade you could go to. And then, like I said, you can go on Thunder Mountain. And then there's also a great uh, Mexican restaurant, uh, uh, they they serve things on plates, and they actually have, like, a, it's not like a Taco Bell. They have, like, real dishes, and they have a citrus roasted chicken, which is unbelievable. Oh, boy. And it comes with rice. And the other thing Scooter loves is that you could get, in Disneyland, you could get vegetables with your food because Scooter loves vegetables, especially when he's drinking a lot of soda. He likes to offset it by saying no fries, double vegetables, so no starch. Uh, double vegetables, and most of these places w- you get, like, a complete meal. So you get a plate with, like, a protein, a starch, and a vegetable, uh, which is just nice to be at a theme park and eating, like, uh, somewhat of a square meal is uh, nice. And I believe the chicken even comes with tortillas, so very uh, semi-authentic. And then right after the restaurant, if you go down the alley that the restaurant is in, there's a restroom that you could use. And you can also cut through the restroom to Fantasyland, I believe. Past the restroom is a path there, or the path comes out by the castle. And to to by Big Thunder, there's also a path. And I don't know what's going on there anymore, but they used to go to, like, a Big Thunder Ranch where you could do petting animals and things. But I'm under the impression that that's where they're building the Star Wars stuff, so i but i I don't know. I haven't been there, uh, so I think back there's where Star Wars is going to be, and I don't know how they'll transition that, but I'm sure they'll figure it out they you know they have bigger brains than mine, and then after you went to the ranch, you could keep going and you could eat barbecue food there. I never did that either. And then you would go into Fantasyland. So let's just pretend we went that way, even though it's not open anymore. Oh, no, no, let's not do that. I don't want to confuse you, my friend. So so that's all there is to do, I think, in the Frontierland. Then we'll go back around and out to the hub. And in the hub, you could go into the castle again. And you could walk through the castle, and it tells us the tale of – it, maybe it's Sleeping Beauty's castle, and that's Snow White's castle Yeah, I think it is, because it tells the tale of Sleeping Beauty. And I believe that was Mary Blair, the beautiful artist that, that did all that. So you get to see a lot of her work, and there's bright green and purple colors, which are nice. And like a few fun, interactive exhibits, like it was a real castle, and you're really re- reliving the tale. So that's exciting. And then you're in Fantasyland, and now the first thing you're going to notice is the lovely carousel that you go on, and oh boy, could you have fun on that. Uh, You could really have some fun on there. And then there's also a lot of little rides, a lot of little fun rides. You got Mr. Toad, you got Peter Pan, you got Snow White, uh, you got Dumbo, you got a little storybook uh like storybook boat ride through miniature miniature buildings, that's a nice ride. I think you have a Pinocchio ride as well. I, I believe there's even a Pinocchio ride, but I may be wrong. I know you have Snow White, Mr Toad, B, B-, B- Peter Pan yeah, I think there's a Pinocchio ride. Even like uh, I think so because I can remember saying Pinocchio and seeing the boys smoking cigars and things. Was that in Peter Pan? No, that's in Pinocchio. So I think there is a Pinocchio ride, and there's a place to eat there. I think that's about it. And then you go around to the side, and you can go on. It's a small world. You could go on the uh, the Alpine bobsled ride, the Matterhorn. Uh, That's where the boats are. And then you can go into Toontown, which has smaller rides. Good place for kids to run around. Good place to meet characters. They have a Roger Rabbit ride. They have a miniature roller coaster for the little kids. They have a bunch of stuff to climb on. Uh, Really good to blow off some steam down there. I think you can also meet princesses and see a show somewhere around there, but I don't remember. And there's also a train stop there, and I think that might be it in there. You know, there's a bunch of little things to do. And, oh, you could go meet Mickey and Minnie. You could go on a tour of Mickey's house, I think, and Minnie's house. And at the end of the tour, you meet them and shake their hand and get your picture with them. So that's nice. And, of course, the kids always love that. So that's fun. So I think that's Toontown, and I don't know if they'll always keep that or what. It it kind of... uh, it's all right now Ray's not a little kid but it also kind of feels a little out of place uh, i don't know if it's too modern or too small or just not enough detail but it's it's not bad and if you have a kid like a toddler like it's probably a great relief to let them run around in there uh, but if they were to get rid of it and put something different i would not be complaining my friends not that i'm you know not that it's my business now after that we come back out we're back where uh it's a small world is now they do it really fancy for the holidays and you could go on the boat ride and sing the song over and over again and you're facing the matterhorn then after the matterhorn is uh the submarine ride which you get to go with nemo and friends and uh That's a nice little ride. You go underwater, you get to look out of the submarine and see Nemo and all Nemo's friends. And so that's a nice little ride, and it's nice to watch the submarines. And then you're in uh, Tomorrowland. And the big thing's in Tomorrowland, uh, Space Mountain, which is a fun little, it's, it's a fun ride. It's a roller coaster inside in the dark, and it's nice, and it has great soundtrack. Ray loves the soundtrack. You used to be able to see Captain EO there, but I don't think they have Captain EO there anymore. They have Buzz Lightyear, which you could go on, and that's nice. And they have Star Tours, which is really good. Oh, so good. Now, they got rid of Pee-wee Herman, which was the only downside. It replaced Pee-wee Herman with C-3PO. Uh, but it's in 3D, and you can go to different planets, and I think even Kylo Ren could be in it sometimes, and it's randomized. Uh, so that's a joy. You could also drive the automobiles. That's only good for little kids and people that like to wait in line. I don't understand that ride. Other than to encourage Americans to keep using gasoline, I don't see the purpose Uh. But it's like where little kids can drive a car that's on track. It's already on a track, kids. I'm sorry. And so, like, uh, but, but, you know, raise opinion is raise opinion. I think there's like a house of a future or something, but I don't know. They're always redoing those things. And then you can also take the monorail, which just goes to downtown Disney and then back, uh, w- which I say, well, what do you, what, like, uh, where's it going? I guess if you're in downtown Disney, you could take it there. Uh, but otherwise, I don't see the point, to be honest with you. But that's just Ray, you know, just Ray. And I'm trying to think what else. I think you could go meet uh, uh, Pen- Penelope or whoever Peter Pan's at Bell, and her friends down there. And I think there's one other ride that uh, Scooter's daughter likes to go on on the ride. Right. Maybe that's Buzz Lightyear because I can remember waiting in line I think that must be Buzz Lightyear. There may be a movie or some such thing. I can't. Uh, in the oh, there's the Wedway People mover. Is that in Disney World? I, I think that's in Disney World. And then there's a little rocket ride which just goes up and down. And if there's no line, it's okay. But otherwise, it's uh, you know, it's not for Ray. And even for the kids, it's like, uh, oh, we went up and down. You just did that on Dumbo. I don't know why you got to do it again here. And I think that's it for Tomorrowland. Am I picturing anything else I'm missing, futuristic things? Uh, I mean, oh, boy, just go to the Star Tours and Space Mountain. I think there's a couple places to eat there, but I don't remember anything blowing my mind. And then you back out on the hub again, and you could enjoy looking at the castle And then we'll walk down Main Street again together. We're watching the old-style vehicles and everybody chattering about the day. We're getting an ice cream cone, a caramel apple, whichever you wish you prefer. And the sun is getting ready to go down, and the lights on the buildings are starting to sparkle, just like the sparkle in your eyes oh how, hello Veronica hello this is my friend here this is my friend Veronica oh well we were just leaving did you enjoy your pineapple uh, treat you did oh it was a treat to meet me well thank you uh, well, what am I doing I was just going to walk my friend out of the park and then I think I was going to go have some dinner maybe uh, well, yeah maybe I'll join you but let me finish up with my friend I'll meet you over at the exit thank you so, yeah, we're going to get a... Oh, let me get a balloon for you. Aunt Veronica, how about a balloon here? Oh, yeah, this is Mickey and Minnie kissing. Yes, uh, enjoy the balloon. <laughs> and this one's for you. It's just Mickey's ears. I think that's more suiting. Yes, and, and uh, like, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's have them write... Can you write the name on it? Oh, there's your name right on the balloon. My good friend. Oh, and there's Scooter getting his little marshmallow treats in there. And that's it, so like, uh, what a day we had together walking around, my friend, it was so good to be back in your ears, walking around the park together, uh, just getting, and I think I remembered most things, I'm surprised my brain ungummed there, so I'm so glad to be here, oh, my friend, my friends, my friends, good night.